This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Hello, family and friends. I'm Renette Marburg, ready to meet with you on my program, Rise. On this program, we have honest and truthful conversations around family challenges relevant to you. Rise on Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Finding God's truth for a way forward together. Good afternoon, family and friends, and thank you for joining me this afternoon. And it's Renette Marburg on Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. And I just want to welcome you this afternoon. We have quite a sensitive topic that we're going to speak about it, but it's so necessary to discuss. Um, but I just want to do some admin. Um, you know that this is the program where we give you wisdom and knowledge when real life happens in the home. But we know with God we can rise above everything and uh you know i would love you people to just uh, interact with us on whatsapp our whatsapp number is 0817291657 and our telegram number is 0817291657 the same and the sms line is 37988 and we are live on Facebook. So please come and join us after the break. Um, we, have, we have a wonderful guest in our studio today, and that is Luzon Rivka. And she is a beauty therapist, spa, a spa ministry. She has a beautiful spa ministry, so anointed. And she's the founder of NABA um, ministries, and she's also a trauma counselor. So the combination is beautiful. So welcome, and thank you for joining us this afternoon. Thank you so much for having me. And we are going to be discussing something very relevant. Yeah. Uh, something that we've many of us have gone through, mm. uh, maybe in the process of mm. or facing, mm. and that is being really grounded and rooted mm. in the foundation of the Lord during a process of divorce yeah. and it is so painful yeah. and so Luzon is going to share her journey in the process and it is so relevant of how she has drawn her resources and her uh, obedience and her submission to the ways of the Lord. Mm. So yeah, we are not yet to eight divorce mm. but we are talking about the actual journey yes. when there has a decision has been made yeah. so but first of all we're going to listen to amazing life by brit nicole wow that had us dancing in the <laughs> studios here this now and i tell you that was brit nicole with amazing life and uh you know just go on our facebook we are live and uh we have uh, lazon uh, Rivka in the studio with us and she is so amazing and she has got such an anointing on her life and she's the founder of Naba Ministries yes. and we are so absolutely blessed to have you in the studio today. Thank you. You're throwing me into the deep end. It's my first live, you know that. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> fabulous, fabulous. And you know, at the end of the day, we are now about to just go live. Good afternoon, family and friends. And that was Stephen Curtis. 
Chapman. And uh, he was such a blessing, such a blessing. I love it when he comes on my programs. So we've got Luzon Rivka in the studio with us. And please go on Facebook. We are alive. And, uh, you know, you'll just see how beautiful she is. And we're so privileged <laughs> to have you here this afternoon, Thank uh, you. Luzon. Thank you. And, I, you know, Abbas timing is always perfect because he knew I needed to hear that word, that song, you know, mm. that, that he is forever. And he's... His word and who he is is yes and amen from the beginning to the end. To the so end. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Abba. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so grateful because, you know, we are actually going to be touching a very, very, mm-hmm. um, I believe divorce is the new disease of society. Yeah. Um, and it is just so devastating mm. for every person that goes through it nobody wins no, ever no, no. if the decision's not amicable or not yeah so we are not here to advocate divorce no, please, no. this is about <laughs> restoration within yes. the process yes back to abba father yes as well as back to ourselves yes. of being healed and whole in the yes. process yes so uh, you've been through so many trials and tribulations um i would like you just to mention Everything that you've been through, you know, with your health, your children, all of that. If you can just give us a little bit of an overview. And you are the founder of Naba Ministries. And what does it mean as well? So just give us a, just you know, how did you get into all of this? So Naba is a Hebrew word. Naba Ministries. Naba means streams of living water gushing forth. And it means a prophet writing poetry. Um, the Lord gave that name for me a very long time ago. And even in, in this whole process of going through divorce, I'll touch on that now now, I've put that name down mm-hmm. and I've changed it to Mercy Love. And about two weeks ago, the Lord said to me, no, I've never asked you to put that down. I've asked you to just um, go on a sabbatical and heal. And Mm. mercy and love is only two of the characteristics of the fullness of who God is and what his living water is. Mm -hmm. So he asked me to put that mantle back on. Amen. Amen. So, um, yeah, you know, like many couples, you you marry very young. Mm. And... You marry without walking the road with the Lord. I wasn't saved when, when, when I got married. And it's just, it's just the flow of life. It's the next thing that you do. You date. Everybody starts asking, when are you going to get engaged? Everybody asks, okay, when are you going to get married? So you just, you know, you, you, fo- you follow the process. And then the next question is, so when, when's the baby coming? And then the babies are not coming. Mm-hmm. You know, so when's the baby coming? And then the baby's not coming. And everybody around you starts falling pregnant. And I think it was it was during that during that time that I truly, truly met the Lord. And my life changed around three hundred and sixty degrees instantly. When that change came, I couldn't go back to to who I was and I think I don't know if it's if it's changed over over the years now but going through infertility is very hard it's extremely hard on any couple and any marriage 
And while you are in that process, there's not really counseling for you. Mm-hmm. There's, there's medical explanations and medical advice. And terminologies yes. and yes. processes. But, but no one preps you for all, all the loss and all the emotion that you are going through during that time. So, um, and disappointments and, and expectations yes, and yes. your body's taking a knock yes. and emotionally as a couple, it's yes. everything it's extremely, is... Mm. Yeah, because I think um, from, from the man's point of view, there's, there's nothing that he can do to protect you during that mm. process. Mm. And from a woman's point of view, you feel like an absolute complete failure, mm. you know. Mm. And right in the middle of the of the infertility pr- program, God asked me to start writing about this experience. Um, so I did. I've been obedient, and I started about yeah you know, in two thousand and eight already. I think I started writing. Um, but adoption was also a part of of my being and my longing for a very long time. Um, Within our marriage, it took us a little bit of a while to get onto the same page of adoption. And at, I remember at one point, the Lord said to me, how far are you willing to push your body with all these infertility treatment, infertility treatment? Who says, I don't have someone else that I want to send to you? There's so many children out there who do not have parents. So, you know, um, when, when we decided to adopt, that's also a complete different ballgame. Because in that <coughs> process also, everything, the, the, the whole adoption process is explained to you. But there's no counseling telling you how will it impact your life. Because I became a mom within an hour with, so this with is another pro- yes, yes, and this is no process. This again, no preparation. No, no, no. no. I no became I became a mommy within an hour hmm. of a two-year, eleven-month-old little girl, um, and then a few years later, I I became a mom again within the morning of a premature baby, thirty-two weeks prem, one point six kilograms. My goodness. So there's no there's there's no one prepping you to say, look, this is going to be life changing. Mm-hmm. Every life, as you know, it is going to change completely. There's no one um, to talk through. And you know what? Because you've been waiting so long to become a mom, mm. with all the challenges that come, you suffer in silence. Yes, you're just going to survive a mode. Autopilot, I'm not complaining about this, I'm just going to do it. Because, you know, you've been waiting for these children for so long, so please just don't complain now. Go with it. And also, um, I became sick uh, with fibromyalgia in 2009. And that is a disease that I don't wish upon anybody. I know. It is something that you you cannot um, control. You feel 120% right now, and within a, a couple of minutes, the, the pH levels of your body will plummet, and it feels, it literally feels if someone takes a plug and drain all the energy from you. Oh, my goodness. Immediately. 
and and the pain uh, to be in constant pain for 24 hours a day seven days a week is a long it is difficult it's a huge stretch that it is it is really really a huge stress and also with all of that bringing that into a marriage it's hard on your partner because mm. everything adjusts the day that you feel that you cannot function or that you cannot operate. So all of that, you know, played played a big role, I think, of the faltering of the marriage. Yes. Mm. And it's not it's it's not that it was only this one's fault or that one's fault. It uh, it's like a, a contract. Mm-hmm. Where both of you walk into and you agree to walk to walk it out, and then life happens, and mm-hmm. bad things happens. No one gets um, married with with a purpose to get divorced. No one starts a ministry and then think you're going to get divorced. No one adopts children and then think you're going to get divorced. Sure. So, when all of this happened. The shame, the absolute shame and guilt in my heart that I carried was was hectic. It was really hectic because I feel I felt that first of all I felt I felt my family. Mm-hmm. I felt my mom and dad because I brought shame into our home. Although they they never said that. They were there for me from but the beginning. You felt but it. I felt it. I felt that I failed the biological families. Of the children, because that was not what I promised them. Sure. And I chose an I chose an open adoption, where I still. So you ha- had to be accountable. Yes, and also where I still have contact with the biological families, and my children know that they are adopted. Um, so I I feel I failed there. I feel that I felt I, I failed my husband, for not being able to be the person who he who he needed. Mm. I felt I failed the ministry. I was really ready to give it up, Renette. I know. I know that. that. I was really, I was at the point of giving up. If it was not for my mentors and my friends who said, no, stand up, stand up, stand up. They were your armor bearers. They were. They were. Most definitely. Wow. That must have been such a pivotal point of where to from here yes where to from here and mm. you know just so so when that when 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 the whole um divorce process started and you and you move out of your home into a new home um trying to settle in the children my brother died two months later my goodness. So all that, all that shock and trauma and thinking back of the last conversation that we had and maybe the last time that he phoned and I didn't pick up the phone, all that, all that regret of, you know, not, n- not, Again, not, say, not being able to say goodbye. That's a very Yes. Hard. So um, I had to go up for the funeral, obviously. And when I came back, um, Kira rose asked if she could maybe go and be with her dad a little bit, you know, um, Mm. for a while. And having lost my my own dad when I was a little girl, I acknowledged that yearning in her heart, in Mm. her, her need to be with her father. But 
all the timing of all of that on top of one another is was so is, painful. It's hard. It's hard because you 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 become um, Abraham who have to who have to offer Isaac mm-hmm. and let him go. You become Hannah who have um, to take Samuel back to to, to, to the temple. You, yes. you become you become all the, all those persons in one, and you have to stand on the knowing that the process that God has started, He will finish. Amen. But you can't see the end. And to to keep your your moral compass so important and your dignity mm. and your identity because that was the big thing for me. I lost I lost my identity completely. Mm. I felt like a little puzzle piece that was floating around and I was looking around me and I was thinking, where do I belong? Where do I fit, Lord? Because you thought you were part of this puzzle. Yes. Where Where do I go now? Mm. And also, um, you know, I think the two of us are b- very brave today talking about <laughs> yes. this topic. We are, we are buckled in. We've got our boots on. <laughs> because unfortunately, mm. unfortunately, when you go through the divorce process, there are a lot of judgments. And a lot of voices. A lot of voices, places, churches where you're not allowed to go when you are divorced. And then there's the opinion that once you've divorced, that you that you can't meet someone else again because now you're an adulterer and you make that person an adulterer. It's hard. You don't. You, mm. you, you you you're frantically trying to please everyone. And you're trying to block all these uh, block back- all these, these things these because fights. because God has got a plan. And mm. he is the one that 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 walks before us. Mm. And um, I remember there was a, there was a period where I was in hospital, and I experienced Yeshua in my hospital room, like the Lion of Judah walking up and down and up and down, saying to me, "Daughter, you have a choice. Daughter, you have a choice." And um, it was nearing the time of Feast of Tabernacles. And I, um, my, my friends, uh, Sarah Jubilee and Lisa Veet hosted this big event at the CTICC. And I was, I was stuck in the clinic, in hospital. So I went to my doctor and I said, listen, I need to go. It's an appointed time. I mm-hmm. have to go. Yeah. So he said to me, all right, I will give you a pass for that evening. And to but go. you have to come back. You have to come back. I said, all right, I'll come back. And I also started writing again um, in the clinic. And when we got there, slide after slide after slide of the show, not show, um, but, but the feast and mm-hmm. the program was the line of Judah, the line of Judah, the line of Judah. And I knew the Lord was cheering me on Amen. and that he was still with me and that I could still mm-hmm. hear him. Mm-hmm. And that was what kept me grounded, knowing that the Lord is with me still. That is so powerful and profound because, you know, in it, we, as you said, you lose yourself. Yes. You lose uh, that, your focus. Yes. And you, and you actually just 
quite splattering. You do. You know, you look as though you're floating, but your little legs yeah. are just going <laughs> yeah. like a little duck. And, and you second guess, guess everything, everything you do. Every single thing. Because mm. your whole confidence. Yes. You know, you lose your confidence in the whole process. And yes. then you, but you don't realize where the confidence in God comes. Yes. And, you know, it's such amazing, incredible life lessons that we do not tap into, you know. So I'm so grateful that you're being so vulnerable and honest about this journey because, again, about the voices and, you know, each of us who's been through a divorce um, has had their own journey and with different uh, factors and matters and reasons why you're getting divorced. But the pain factor, the decision-making doesn't change. It doesn't. It doesn't change. Only God, God is the only thing that doesn't change. Yes, yes. But in the process, you have children that you have to navigate everything with them as the ultimate focus yes that they don't get the most damaged in the process yes that that is very true because unfortunately with a divorce it's not it's not like a clean cut sword that just come and cuts mm-hmm. it is a ripping apart of every fiber of your being your mm. security your identity your world everything that you have it's a ripping apart of that. Mm-hmm. And what I also recently learned in therapy was that when you were married for such a long time and you get divorced, the, the emotions and the mourning process is it exa- is. It's, it's a mourning mm-hmm. process. I didn't, I didn't think about it that way. It is exactly the same as le- um, losing a spouse to death. The only difference is just that that spouse is still alive and you you know you can't get to them so it operates exactly the same it yeah it operates it, 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 that all those emotions that you go through is exactly the same and you have to you have to make time to go through the process and accept and accept and you have to have accountable mentors and therapy around you yes you have so to. your main um, message here is get the counsel that you need. Yes. Get the support. Yes. Because as you say, there's a shame and a blame and a, and a guilt. guilt trip that you, you go just on. Want, yeah. You just want to hide. The day that the wheels fall off, how it literally feels is it, you just want to grab a bag, what, whatever you can, you can put in that bag, you, you, you will quickly just push it in, put it over your shoulder and run and mm-hmm. let no one just see you again. That's the the amount of shame. Yes. You know, yes, and it's yes. such a lie. Mm. It is absolutely such a lie because we, we we are still we are still exactly the same people who God created us to be. Exactly. So now hindsight. I I don't know. Maybe this sounds strange, but if if I had the knowledge then I would say, when you get married and you are still very much in love and you are, you know that that everything is still okay, go and have 
a difficult conversation around the table, a sane conversation around the table mm. to say. Of truthful and honesty. Nothing is for certain. It's not to say that it will last. Everyone, I believe, goes into marriage wanting it to last. But in the process where there, where there isn't any emotions, go and write down a plan. If we come at a point where we feel that this isn't working anymore, how are we going to handle it? Mm -hmm. Put it on a document, sign it, keep it safe. If it's not on paper, it's paper. Every promise that, that, that's made um, uh, verbally, if it's not in writing, it isn't there. So document, document, document everything yes. that is transpiring. Yes. And that also, what yes, and also make sure that there's a that there's a plan for the children, and not just in presently. Yes, right up until you cannot abdicate your responsibilities yes. to those children. Yes, if you're not present in it, out yes. of it yes. till the day you die. Yes. Yes, because God chose to put two children in, or how many children in your home? Yes, maybe through natural birth, maybe through adoption, maybe through fostering. God ch chose two children to put in your home, which means there is some attributes that both parties need to impart in the children. Mm. God. To take the right responsibility. Yes, yes. So, and also, I think one of the mistakes that, that I made, because I was in such shock and shame, I didn't get my own legal counsel mm. in the beginning. Mm. And that's very important that I feel. As soon as you see things is not going to work out, get your own strong legal counsel. Mm -hmm. If it was not for a very dear friend of mine's husband who said, can I please have a look at the documents that they want you to sign? These documents aren't right. Mm -hmm. You know, we, because in that, in that timing, there's so much emotion, there's so much, there's so much juggling. Yes, and there's so much trauma mm. that your 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 emotions floods um, your decision making your decision making mm. and just to get out of the scenario and out of the the bad space you are literally willing to give up everything mm. and it took me it took me three years to accept legal counsel now and guidance and guidance because and my my Lou heart who feels that God is just God is the one that will make everything work out I just want to hold on to that but then I must also be responsible enough to know that God appointed people on this earth to deal with certain situations and let the law you know, work let the law work 
let the doctors work, mm. you know, where every one of us has Good got advice. a function. Mm. Um, where, where someone can speak on your behalf because we, we don't have that knowledge. And in the end, I had to remove my, my own pride mm-hmm. and put it aside and listen to counsel who says to me that the children has got a right of... And you as a mother have to fight for that yes, right. Yes. Stand to, for that right. Not literally that. fight. I don't yes. like the word fight. No, no, not fight. I, I have to stand up and allow the children the the right and the provision that needs to come to them. Absolutely. What's due to them. Yeah. It's got nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. Amen. It's, it's, Amen. It's, about, it's about the children. Mm. Luzon, we're just going to take a break now, and I just don't want to lose the momentum because this is so profound and pivotal yes. in the pathway. Yes. That's where the Lord walks the pathway with yes. you. So we'll conclude this straight after the song by Brian Dirksen, and they are going to be joining us with It's Time for the Reign of God. Oh, yeah. Rise with Red Myberg. Finding God's truth for the way forward together. Good afternoon, family and friends. And I have Luzon Rivka in the studio with me. And we have just been on this amazing journey of your process of going through a divorce. Um, And we just wanting to, you know, thank you for so much for, you know, being so honest and vulnerable. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it is such a painful process, Mm. but there is such a way that the Lord can guide you yes. with wisdom and knowledge in yes. the process. And we're so grateful that you're in the studio with us. And your, your message is so profound and so grounded in the ways of the Lord. And, you know, we need to know where our resources come from and yes. where our, our guidance comes yes. from. So we were chatting just before uh, the, uh, the break was the fact that, uh, you know, it's so important how to, what, how to stand for yes. what is right yes. to the end. It's not about the fight or no. the battle of no. the wills. No. It's like standing firm for what is due so that you can function yes. properly and yes. uh, you know, adequately yes. as a mother yes. for the future of your children. Yes. So this is where we often just break in, break out yes. and make the wrong decision yes. under pressure, under yes. the wrong pressure yes. and under our own emotions. Yes. So yes. just share that, uh, you know, where, where you're at now. It's not about the fight. It's not about a fight, but the stand. No. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's, it's literally about a stand. And, you know, I've, I've asked Abba so many times, why? Why, why did I have to go down down this road and 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 through the mud and the ugliness and the yuckiness and because i have such um a, a deep love for his word and because i have such a deep love for hebrew roots and um and the feast and all of that there's a very thin line of becoming um very legalistic of course. No. So I think Abba allowed all of this to show me the vulnerability and the humility of being a person mm-hmm. in a fallen world. 
Mm-hmm. And that when I went through all of this, it is as if the Lord removed the glasses of judgment. Amen. Negat- I'm, I'm talking about negative judgment from my heart and from, and from my eyes. Mm. He sharpened my discernment, yes, but the judgment. So now the women that are walking over my threshold now and coming to me now, I can truly relate, not by, just by book knowledge, but through heart knowledge and through everything that I felt in my own bones. Amen. So you saying your experience is actually your education. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I feel it is it is so important to to truly have therapy and counsel. Now there's there's two different therapies and counsel. Mm-hmm. Remember now you you are in in trauma in a in a in a, in a trauma mm. process. Your soul is Your, wounded. Yes. yes. But also there's there's a lot of um uh psychological things happening in your mind so i feel that it's supposed to be a journey where where you work together with godly psychologists who brings a different perspective who help you to see things from a different point of view mm. and help you to change the the thought patterns and the brain patterns that you yes. have yes so i i have a good team of of doctors that I would you know that that I that I love to refer to mm-hmm. and then you have to have your 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 spiritual mentors and counselors who keep you grounded in the word in God and accountability mm-hmm. and where that person can can come to you and for a moment because listen if you know someone for 20 odd years and suddenly she starts acting out of character there is something wrong. So stop and take the time and ask her, what is wrong? Don't just say, you know what the word says. Divorce is a sin. Go back, go fix it. Mm-hmm. You, she's acting out of character. There's a reason why she's yes. acting out of character. Mm. So for that moment, allow a safe place for her to just come in. Yes. Yes. Look into the wound. Mm. See what is wrong in her heart. And then speak the truth, not my words, but what does is, what is God's word say, mm. into her heart. Mm. And then you pick her up and you lift her up. And then you start explaining to her the rules of the kingdom. Yes. And say, can you see that this action opened a door? for the enemy to cause havoc. Mm. So let's close that door and let's change that. The direction. But don't just with harsh words come and, you know. Yes. <laughs> Slap on the hands. Yes, yes. I've got such a passion for that. I'm telling you. I know, you, I know. Are. We get so hurt in the process, yes. you know, from people that should be kinder yeah. and should be <laughs> more Jesus-like. But I'm only joking. No, no, it's not that. It's just a lot of times people actually don't know what to say and what to do. So then they come with their own uh, take on on it. And then 
we get hurt in the process yes. and damaged. So there, there's two, if, if I may, there's two sure. scriptures that's, that's been grounding me. The first one, again, I just want to share the short testimony. I was in hospital. I received pain treatment. For some other reason, I had an a, a, allergic re, re, reaction on that um, um, medication. And um, the Lord gave me Isaiah 43. And when I got out of hospital, my friend launched her CD. And it was on my birthday. Cause the, the Lord said to me, on 43, I'm giving you a new life. Mm. It was on her birthday. And she made space for me to attend that evening. And I didn't know that she was going to sing about Isaiah 43. Wow. So it says, but now this is what Adonai says. He who created you, he who formed you, don't be afraid for I have redeemed you. I'm calling you by your name. You are mine. When you pass through the water, I will be with you. When you pass through rivers, they will not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be scorched. The flame will not burn you. For I am Adonai, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Amen. Powerful. For a long time, I was stuck there. And then the Lord says, would you please now just read a little bit further in Isaiah 43. He said, okay, Abba. He says in verse 18, stop dwelling over past events and brooding over times gone by. I'm doing something new. It is springing up. Can't you see it? I'm making a road in the desert, a rivers in the wasteland. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much for that encouraging, hopeful welcome. passages that can really carry us through, yes. that we can write that on our hearts and live by it yes. in the times of our pain and our yes. suffering yes. and our trials and our tribulations. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. I am so super blessed. We will have you back because I'd <laughs> love to talk about your um, journey of the fertility and adoption at some time. So, but anyway, thank you so much for being so honest and vulnerable. And may the Lord just continue to use you. Where can they contact you quickly? Just give us your phone um, number because I know you're a trauma counselor. Yes. So let us d see if All there's right. some so, need. Um, the phone number is 083 302 7753. You're welcome to contact us on our WhatsApp numbers yes. as well if you need to know anything yes, else. Yes, and also it's best for them to rather WhatsApp me because okay. when I'm in counseling, my phone's on silent. Oh, yes. So yes. I, will answer, I will answer on WhatsApp as soon as I can. Fabulous, fabulous. But thank you so much. And family and friends, please go and get the help that you need. Yeah. Stick close to the Father. Mm. And um, the Holy Spirit is our comforter and our advocate in all. So we just need to stand firm, yes. trusted and focused and believe yes. in our Abba Father that yes. will walk the road with us yes. in this time of yes. pain yeah. and you. suffering. Yeah. So I trust that you will have a Thank wonderful you. week further, family and friends. Thank yeah. you for joining us this Thanks. afternoon. God bless. And we'll see you next week. Shalom. Shalom. <laughs> This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.